This is a podcast about our lived experience, which unfortunately includes infant death and subsequent mental health struggles. Please take good care of yourself and only listen if this content feels safe for you right now. We'll still be here when you're ready. Hi, I'm Judith. And I'm Melina. We are internet friends turned real life friends who both experienced the tragic loss of our sons to sudden infant death syndrome in winter of 2021. In the year after Aiden died, my husband and I both became unemployed, my parents divorced, and we had to move five times for various reasons. And as for me, just a few weeks before my son Quinn died, my then husband had come out to me as a transgender woman and were subsequently divorcing. It's been a lot. (laughs) It's been a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But as long as we're living, we will love our sons deeply and work to make sure that we live a life that makes them proud. Welcome to As Long As I'm Living podcast. We're so glad you're here. Um, you know, it's so cute. We've been getting so many little messages from people saying how much they appreciate the podcast recently. And it's just so nice. It is so nice. We did, an episode, so nice. we did an episode last week about self-care and somebody said their self-care is listening to this podcast. And was that which I think is thing? the cutest thing ever. Oh, my God. Someone sent us an email. Did you see the most recent email that we got by any chance? So she works as a zookeeper at the Duke Lemur Center in Durham, North Carolina, and they have 200 critically endangered primates. And then the family is a family of blue-eyed lemurs. Each different species has a unique naming theme. This blue-eyed black theme is for blue-eyed celebrities. And in this photo... It just happens to be that the dad name is Aiden Quinn. Like yeah. this dad lemur. She didn't name it for her. No, so Aiden, Aiden, Aiden Quinn, Quinn is the is an actor. And so there's I, this lemur and it's named Aiden Quinn after the actor Aiden Quinn because he's oh, a blue eyed celebrity. Know there was an and actor named Aiden Quinn. Yeah. And I actually I did know that I that think was this an actor. Is really but cute. Yeah. And I'm so, honored I that guess this person this is, yeah. that George's mom thinks of us when she looks at the blue eyed black haired lemur. <laughs> I'm going to say, I think this is a very creepy looking animal, but I am honored it is. that that somebody thought of your Aiden and my Quinn when she saw this little lemur named Aiden Quinn. <laughs> I think this is, I'm so glad you sent this to us. That's like really fun. We should, that was really sweet. That was super cute. Uh, Hello. Oh my God. Hi, I'm so comfy in the sweatshirt. So let's start talking about our theme today, which is Halloween decorations. It's spooky season. I feel like I have to give some context into my relationship with Halloween. Uh-huh. Alina, do you have a relationship with Halloween? Um, I would say I do. I am not the biggest Halloween person of all time, but I've always, you know, pre-COVID, I've always enjoyed dressing up for Halloween. Um, I have always gone to a Halloween party or hosted a Halloween party. What did you dress up up when you were pregnant? I was never no, pregnant. pregnant. I was never him. pregnant with him on Halloween. Um, he was born his his first and only right. Halloween. What um, did he dress up as? He wore one of those, um, you know, those like above the arms swaddles, the like lovely mm-hmm. something swaddle. So it's like a white swaddle with his arms up, and so I just like stuck black um, Aww, spots and made cute. him a ghost. Yeah, so he was a little that's a ghost. cute. Like, that's it. That's like ironic in a creepy way now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I also, um, he also had a little pumpkin onesie that we put him in, but it was like in the wrong size. So it was too big, but it was cute. So that is very cute. Yeah. And we did not do like a cute family costume. Like it was COVID. Like he was like a very yeah. newborn. Like I was fucking tired and we just, we didn't do the whole thing, which I don't have any regrets about because at least he dressed up in a cute little thing. 
for five well, minutes for a picture. So what about you, Judith? What did you, did you dress up for? First of all, I have to say that I don't celebrate Halloween. Mm-hmm. I don't celebrate Halloween. So to me, Halloween, I don't, I love giving kids candy. I think it's very fun. I do it every year. I like it when they come to the door and they knock. And then I always say like, what did you, like, I'm into that. But um, me and my family don't celebrate Halloween. Um, But you do celebrate a different dressing up holiday. But we do celebrate a different dressing up holiday. And um, it didn't dress up as an Amazon package because that year we were doing like an ode to our favorite essential workers. So my husband dressed up as a UPS worker. I dressed up as a, uh, post office work and USPS and then it just up as an Amazon Prime package. It was a very <laughs> cute theme. It was and... super cute and I think we should post pictures of, of Ghost Quinn and Package Aiden. <laughs> well, someone told me after that they're like, oh, whenever I see an Amazon truck, I think of him. Like, well, you probably think of him all day long because Amazon trucks like cute, outside though. my house 24 hours a day. I feel like <laughs> I'm, they work for me at this point. I pay for but um, anyway, I my point was that I did enjoy that part of Halloween. And um, until I lost Aiden, I didn't even think about Halloween at all. Like, I, yeah. I didn't think about it at all. I mean, I was aware that all the kids were doing it. And I definitely maybe was, like, jealous in the way that someone who's, like, 12 would be jealous and someone getting candy. <laughs> but, like... Just like, I can't tell you how little I was affected by it. I didn't pay yeah. attention to the decorations. I didn't think about the day. I don't, I, I still, to be honest, I'm not even hundred percent sure what we're celebrating. I think it's like a cultural holiday. Oh, hundred percent. It's a cultural but, holiday. I mean, yeah, it has roots and other stuff, but it's a cultural holiday. Okay. Completely. So yeah, I don't even know what it's about. Something about something. Um, to, if you want to know the backstory, essentially November 1st is All Saints Day. So like for Christians, that's a day where you celebrate like people who are dead. And then the night before is like the spooky day where they, the dead people come to visit. You. Uh, I think that's like the origin of it. But at this point, it's just a day where, you know, kids dress up. Right. So growing up in my home, my family would be like, oh, that's a Christian holiday. So we don't yeah. celebrate it. Um, and I do think even some, some sects of Christianity don't do Halloween because it's like, inviting demons or whatever but i grew up atheist so that was not a factor (laughs) (laughs) okay so last year was the first year that halloween really had an impact on me um today we're talking about halloween and specifically halloween decorations and i i wish that i could put a like i wish i could write an article in the new york times where like that that was just widely disseminated that just said like halloween is triggering do not holidayize the dead because the dead are still alive for some people you know not in like a creepy way does that make sense to me dead people are not spooky they're not um i don't i i use the word like fetishized but i don't think that's the right word yes but maybe i think that is the right word okay It, it to me it's so insensitive um, it's so insensitive to fetishize and party city and 99 cent store the dead. Um, yes. And I wonder if there is another way for people to celebrate and put up decorations that is more sensitive. Yeah. I land on the side of have fun with it. Do what, like decorate your house, do whatever. But I really am vehemently opposed to the types of decorations 
that are going to trigger our most vulnerable grieving population. So that can be like the bloody stuff. Like, no, some people like, it's just, to me, I look at those decorations and it's clear to me that people have had an easy life. Yes, I agree. I the, agree. Priv- the privilege in those decorations is like yes. astounding. Yes. I mean, even the idea, okay, there was, let me let me go through some of the categories that I find entertaining and some that I find thoroughly unentertaining, okay? Yeah. Um, I It doesn't bother me if you have, like, a blow-up ghost in your front lawn. Yeah. No, you know? Same. I like that. I think it's cute. That doesn't bother me at all. What bothers me is um, the bones coming out of the yeah. ground. Judith disappeared. A Halloween prank. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm back. But, okay. I mean, we're really struggling, but it's okay. I opened the door. Maybe that'll make it better. Okay. We'll try it. I turned off our video too. That should help. Oh. No. Okay. You were saying what bothers you is the bones. Oh, what bothers me is the bones. I don't like bones. And I don't think there should be any explicit reference to a parent or a child. I don't like when, like I saw, I remember last year I was walking around my neighborhood and there was a, a like a grave headstone that said like, here lies the father of a father of three children. Or something yeah. Like that. Yeah, I imagine that like maybe in that house there is a dad that has three kids and like maybe that was funny. I don't know. I don't find it funny and I find it really insensitive. And I don't think that any amount of time is going to change my mind about this. I agree. And I think um, like I've seen decor that is like human forms hanging from nooses. Not funny. Not I've funny. seen bloody dismembered bodies. And I think they would say that's the point. It's supposed to be creepy. But it's what supposed I don't... to be creepy. It's supposed to be shocking. Like blah, 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 blah. Um, hmm. <laughs> it's supposed to be shit. creepy and it's supposed to be shocking. But my question is, if you were in a conversation with somebody who had lost a parent to some brutal violence, would you sit in front of that person and tell them a joke about where the punchline is a dead person uh-huh. who was hanged by a tree, uh-huh. you probably wouldn't. And yes. I, I think that's what's so frustrating because I think people do not realize that when you do something in public, when you decorate your house in public, it is no longer between you and any individual person. Like yeah. you don't know the strangers on the street. Yeah. And so, yes, for some people, they might have the privilege of not knowing what a dead baby looks like. But think about that one person who has, if you knew that person, you would never, ever, you know, shove a dead baby cartoon in their face. That's right. And like, and I think every time I've seen since, since Quinn died, like every time I've been aware of this issue and I've seen Halloween decor that is actually like literally like dead human forms. I just think to myself, like, wow, those people have clearly not interacted with a dead body. Because if they had, they would not want that in front of their house. Right. Like I unfortunately have have manipulated and interacted with a dead human body. It happened to be my son. And once you've done that, you don't really think it's cute or fun or spooky in a cute, fun way. Right. To have a dead body in your home. Like, and I want to talk about that spooky what? thing again. Because I said like I said, I don't think that they think it's cute. But what I do think is that it's not the dead are not spooky. The dead yeah. to me are alive. 
not in like a creepy way, but like they're still living. Like the fact that my son's bones are in one place is not something um, that creeps me out. It's like if I could go in there and hug those bones, I would. I don't think it's creepy. I think it's like, it's like beautiful and you're making something that to me is precious and beautiful and holy and spiritual into a plastic um, decoration. And that's why I find it so offensive. It's because, because this is, you're making something that to me is private and holy and special into a commercialized version. Yeah. A joke, a joke. A joke. And I, I suspect that they either aren't thinking about it or if I said that, they'd be like, no, it's just a decoration. I don't actually know what someone would say because I've never decorated my house. So I don't actually know. Yeah. I suspect yeah. it's just because people like decorating because it makes them get into the spirit and maybe they love Halloween. And so it's like a spirited thing. But yeah. it can be spirited without it being um, explicit. Yeah. And I think that there are two issues here. There's one that it can be triggering to people who have experienced something similar. Like if you found your loved one having completed suicide, you're probably not going to love the person hanging from Halloween decor, like from someone's porch. That's probably going to be really triggering. So triggering someone with loss. And then also, and I, I don't think I've felt that this year. Last year, I was definitely triggered by Halloween decor. I this was year, too. I'm just like offended and it feels in such poor taste that I'm like, yes. They have bad judgment. Those people have bad judgment. And I just think it's like tacky, tacky and thoughtless and in poor taste. Yeah, I don't find it triggering this year in the way that I did last year, but I still think it's rude. So let's talk last year, Judith. You did okay. something last year. We've actually talked we've about this about on, on the podcast. podcast. We have, yeah, I think, but I want you to tell the story have. again, because I want to hear, I want everyone who's like new to the podcast to hear the story, because I think it is so funny. And then I also <laughs> want to ask you, like, if you would do the same thing this year. So first, let's tell the story. Um, okay. Last year, I was living in a temporary home. We were only there for a short period of time, a couple of months. Um, so I was not familiar with all the decorations and the community norms it was kind of a new area for me and so I would take walks around the neighborhood with my dog and it was like it felt to me like every day out of nowhere there was like this new triggering person hanging from a tree bones Uh hanging out from like sticking out from the grass like it was like a grave of like a dead dog like they really went all out and I have a few theories about why they did but this entire neighborhood went all out in one of the houses, um, my husband walked by taking the dog for a walk at night and he came back and he told me that there was a dead baby decoration. And uh, he told me that it was so triggering for him that he could not walk that direction anymore. He had to walk a different direction. And um, so I knew that it was somewhere, but I didn't really know where it was. And I continued to walk my dog and then I kind of stumbled across from this house and it, I can't explain it other than to say it was so lifelike. Yeah. It was so lifelike. Yeah. And there were these two babies that were sitting on top of, um, I guess, kind of like a little gate, like a gate entrance um, <laughs> up the driveway. So like halfway down the driveway to someone's house. Two and, baby corpses were sitting there. Not and they two were babies. like. Very no, they were yeah, they were dead babies. See, babies. But they were like chubby. Their cheeks were yeah. round. Yep. 
and their bellies were round and um, they looked like a dead baby. And I was so unbelievably triggered by them that one night I was like, I was like walking and I just like felt their eyes pierce down my soul. And I, I was, I, I guess I was driving that night and I saw, like, I just felt them staring at me. And so I walked over to them and I kind of like had like this staring competition with them. Like I just I kept looking at them and I was like remembering Aiden and I was like looking at their size and it was like, I feel like I was analyzing like how realistically dead they were. And I feel like in my brain, I was confused. Is this baby dead or alive or cartoon yeah. or real? Like I, I feel like that's what my brain was thinking when I was staring into the eyes of these dead baby dolls. Um, and then <laughs> like without really even thinking, I grabbed them. <laughs> And I threw them in my trunk. <laughs> but then I had a problem, which was that I had dead baby dolls in my trunk. <laughs> and so at this like point, afraid. at this point, you called me. I and, called you. Um, the very first thing you said. I it was the middle of the night. It was the middle of the night. It was the middle of my night because you were in yeah. California. So for me, it was like, like 30 or midnight. Yeah. I was, I was, you know, asleep. I woke up to the phone call. I said, hello. And you said, I just committed a crime. <laughs> <laughs> and I stand by the crime. Like, it was wrong. You know, it was it was kind of wrong. It was kind of right and kind of wrong. But the problem was then I had these dead baby dolls in the trunk, and I didn't know what to do with them. And I was like, what should I do with them? What should I do with them? And you're like, Judith, you have to throw them away. I was like, where? Like, where am I going to throw them away? I couldn't have them at my house. It was too traumatic. So then I went to the McDonald's. And because I just figured, like, where does all trash go? <laughs> It goes to the dumpster at McDonald's. But the the dumpsters at McDonald's are locked. I, I think you knew that. I did not yeah, know that. I did. They lock the dump. Is that so people don't go in there? Why do it's they so do people that? don't throw their trash in there, like what you uh, were attempting to do. Okay. So I couldn't throw them there. So then I was driving around the neighborhood trying to find a place to stash these dead baby dolls. And I ended up like, it just like was so traumatic. And like I was in such a frenzied panic. That I ended up just like finding someone whose trash was on the curb. I think and it was empty. So it was like an empty trash can. The trash truck had already been there. And I just like threw them in there. Both of them. This <laughs> random stranger's trash. So that person's going to take out their trash next and they're going to open and it. And they're just, yeah, exactly. I guarantee it. But, you know, I stand by what I did because I, I think it was just wrong. It's like wrong and right. It's as if somebody had, you know, like a KKK symbol on their lawn. Would yeah. you steal that and throw it in the trash? Yes, you would, because we don't believe in white supremacy. Yeah. And I feel like it's the same thing. It's like, I think you are so insensitive. The place you're coming from maybe isn't hate, but it's such a, it's it's so painful Yes. that it needed to be removed. And yes. it was a community service for me to, to steal <laughs> those things. The only thing I wish I would have done different is I Part of, and this is what you're saying when you asked me earlier, would I have done the same thing? Absolutely. Would I do it differently? Like part of me is afraid that maybe they just put those dead, a new dead baby out. They went and replaced them. And replaced it because I never, I wasn't able to articulate what was wrong with it. And I I think, I wish that I had had a, not a conversation because I can't imagine myself like knocking on the door. I'd be like, hey, you know, that's really rude. But I do sometimes wonder if maybe I should, have sent some sort of a letter 
just explaining how insensitive a letter, a letter asking them to take them down or a letter after the fact saying, by the way, your statues were really offensive and I stole them and I don't regret it. I don't know. Alina, what do you think I should have done? No, I, I, that's a really good question. I don't know. What do you think? I think I probably would have started with sending a letter like now. At no, the time, I was going to say, then, you would not have done nothing. No, back then I probably would have done exactly what you did. I would have stolen them. Truly, okay. I think I would have, and I am not a particularly confrontational person, but like just yeah. when you're in that headspace and you're triggered and it's so offensive and this was like something you could do, like our lives yeah. are so bad. Yeah. This was like a thing I that was hurting right. and you could fix the hurt. That's what I told that, Yes, I could. It felt like I was like sticking it to the man, which I don't yeah. even think I understand that reference, but I do feel like it was like that. It was like, yeah. you know, being able to punch back to something that hurts and there's so much that was hurting constantly. And there was nothing I could do. Yeah. So I think to me now, like what I would do now is I would write a really tear jerky, like really laying it on thick note that says my son died. I'm devastated. And like really, really twist the knife and make them feel terrible and ask them to take it down and hope that they would. Um, And then if they didn't, I would steal them still. (laughs) Okay. So what? Okay. So you think I should send a letter? I mean, you could now. Should we write a letter now on the podcast and and yeah, I'm curious them? what would, I'm. I, you know, I'm curious what would happen. I'm like curious. Yeah. Okay. Dear homeowner, hold on. I need a pen and paper. <laughs> Dear homeowner, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. Yeah, that's a good place to start. I'm just gonna start. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Dear homeowner. And I would encourage anybody who feels like there's a um, triggering home in their neighborhood just to leave a little note that says, yeah. to your homeowner, I know you love Halloween <laughs> and you, so, you put up such spirited decorations. I love the enthusiasm that you clearly have. For holidays. <laughs> Enthusiasm. Yeah. However. For holidays. Um, however. I'm writing to inform you. <laughs> I'm writing to inform you. Okay. That the decor you selected. M dash. <laughs> M dash. The explicit dead baby corpses. M dash. <laughs> baby corpses. Maybe triggering is triggering it is it's triggering for your local neighbors (laughs) unfortunately my son died at home and so i had an up close encounter (laughs) with a dead baby corpse and it wasn't pleasant it was very unpleasant having my personal tragedy repurposed as decor yeah oh wow powerful is um it's deeply painful how about this is um in poor taste at best and offensive and triggering at worst oh my god alina (laughs) last year i removed them from your property (laughs) and this year i'd like to ask that you reconsider your decor choices yeah i ask you consider 
perhaps a good-natured spider or a ghost <laughs> maybe some dinosaur bones <laughs> wait 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 hold on and this some alternative more palatable decorations <laughs> decorations <laughs> perhaps a spider or a cute ghost a cute ghost Okay, read the letter out. Read your letter, read the letter in full. Dear homeowner, I know you love Halloween and you put up such spirited decorations. I love <laughs> the enthusiasm you have for the holidays! Exclamation point. I'm writing to inform you that the decor you selected last year, explicitly the dead babies, corpses, were triggering for your local neighbors. <laughs> Fortunately, my son died at home, and so I've had an up-close encounter with a dead baby corpse, and it was very painful. Having my personal tragedy repurposed as decor is in poor taste at best and offensive at worst. Mm -hmm. Last year, I removed them from your property. And this year, I ask you consider some alternative, more palatable decorations. Perhaps a spider or a cute ghost. Your neighbor, Judah. What do you think? I love it. I love it. I think it's good. I think it's great. Great. I'll send it. Please send it. I want to know if they respond. But I'm not going to put my real return address, so what should I oh, do? right. <sighs> I can't put my real return address. Put your, dad's, I, put your dad's house. <laughs> I, I should. But you know what I could do? Um, I could just put an email address. Yeah. About, like sign it with yeah. an email address. Yeah. Yeah. A fake email. Or if a real like email. Or be really mad. If you'd like to discuss further, like you can message me at whatever. If I got this letter in the mail, I, I don't know what I would do. If I got this letter in the mail, I would feel really bad. I would feel so bad. I would be like, oh, would. that's what happened to the dead baby statues. Yeah. I, and I, 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 I would man, feel I really horrible. Wanted those. those were collectible vintage dead babies. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Los Angeles at the time, and I have a theory that this guy works, like, as a set designer at, like, Warner Brothers, and mm. I, because their decorations were, like, next level. Yeah. I and mean, so I, I saw a picture of the dead baby, and it was, it was very, it was white-like. terrifying. Yeah. Very. Yeah, white-like. it was terrifying. So I think this guy has access to the good stuff, you know, no $20 babies for him. I am curious, and I do think that a letter like this should be sent. And if I were them, I would want to write back and apologize. And, like, like I made a donation in your son's name. Uh-huh. To the, I don't know. I bought everyone on my block a spider. <laughs> <laughs> I stole the next-door neighbor's corpse. Decor. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I, I really feel like, yeah. I think that letter was pretty solid. I think it's great. I, I want you to send it. We're going to send this, right? So we can. We'll send it. Okay, I'd be great. happy to send it, but I do want to make an email response. So like they have an avenue of response yeah. that is anonymous. Yeah, do it. Why don't you just put like bereaved mom in the neighborhood at gmail.com? Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. I find that very Your, your friendly neighborhood bereaved mom. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so that is the story, guys. Wow. Um, We'd love to hear your Halloween stories. And I actually want to know if you guys are just as triggered as I am. And if anyone else has done some uh, devastation. No, not devastation. (laughs) 
I don't know. If anyone else has ruined someone else's yard because it's so painful, I can totally imagine myself doing that again this year. However, where I live now, um, I've been looking and mostly people have like innocuous stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I would say to me, this is my personal opinion. The safe list is witches, ghosts, spiders, like even zombies feel okay to me. What about pumpkins? Where oh, are the global pumpkins? Pumpkin's so freaking cute. Just and then pumpkin. And then I forget if we said this. I think I said this already, but I saw a house that had um, dinosaur bones, like yeah. stand up dinosaur bones that. that were really cool. And I thought that was like a cool way to do like spooky skeleton without having it be humanoid. You know, I liked those. I like I that them. too. I, I really like that too. I mean, I'm not against decorations. You know me. I love a party. I love a yeah. theme. I love to decorate. Yeah. I just I even am, I even love when someone makes their whole house look spooky. Like it's not my style, but like if they put a bunch of big cobwebs and like a smoke machine, like that's yeah, super fun. Yeah, yeah. If you can imagine just somebody walking by, minding their own business, seeing your Halloween decor and having a panic attack, I think you've probably gone too far, in my opinion. You know what else you should do? Ask yourself. If this was my mom, my dad, my yeah. child, would yeah. if meaning like would I be sad to have my mom's dead bones in my front yard? I probably mm-hmm. would. So then it's yeah. not a good time yeah. to do that. Yeah. I, I do have strong feelings about this. I really do. I really do too. Clearly by my letter. <laughs> I cannot wait for them to respond. To all of our wonderful new friends, we want to hear from you. Email us at aslongasimlivingpodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at as long as I'm living podcast. We'll get back to you as soon as our grieving brains allow. Yay!